Hi, my name is Kevin McDonald, and I'm declaring my independence. Independence from what? Why, negative thoughts and energy, of course. Chief among them, hate, division, and fear. You see, I know that we're all one, and together we can solve any problem, save our planet and each other. Please, join me as we come together as one and choose a better way to be. So now, let's begin with my independence report. Do you believe you can create your own destiny? Do you know that you can get exactly what you want out of life? Patrick Snow is our guest. He's the author of the book, Creating Your Own Destiny, and he's here right now. I hope you'll stay with us for the entire hour. We'll be right back after these messages. Please stay with us. And welcome to the show, everybody. This is Kevin McDonald presents. Oops, it's late night here on KKNW 1150 AM. And uh, Tom, who is this? DJ Crush. Hi, DJ Hunworth. Where are they? I wasn't. From? I wasn't prepared today. I thought that we were going to have somebody in, so I <laughs> left my iPod down in the car off to go grab it. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, we have somebody in the second hour. We have Anastasia Hastasco, and she's got. She is a songwriter and a musician, and she also writes comedy music. So, where she's going to be here, Anastasia will be us in the eleven o'clock hour. But right now, in the ten o'clock hour, we've got some uh, great people in the studio. First of all, I want to introduce to our audience Dustin Barnes. He is my uh, producer he's going to be a on the show on a regular basis like hopefully every time that he can manage to wander in and uh, that hopefully will be every day dustin how are you good kevin how are you doing today great how's your week uh so 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 between school and work and somewhat of a relaxing week i suppose oh uh, nice. well good well we're going to change that because uh we've got a gentleman on and oh i also want to introduce sitting in studio a very very dear friend of mine who is creating something special in her life with the help of the guests that we have for this hour her name is uh, ann alberg Ann, how are you i'm doing awesome would you kindly explain who the gentleman is i'd like you to introduce him because who the gentleman is that we have on the line and how you got hooked up with him well, I met Patrick through networking. I You're, uh, after all, the networking diva. I am the networking diva. And I put it out there that I was thinking about writing a book. So a girlfriend called me and said there was a guy here uh, locally that was a publishing coach. And she had Patrick Snow give me a call. And then he sent me his book and showed me what he was doing. I watched a webinar on online social networking, and I had this epiphany during the webinar that I was supposed to write a book on online social networking. You know they have medicine that will help take care of that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> but I'm charged now, so <laughs> look out. Well, you know, and and uh, but so I guess with that, uh, Patrick, welcome to the show. How you guys doing? I'm thrilled to be here, and uh, Anne is writing a wonderful book titled Leveraging the Internet, and I think anybody in business uh, that wants to grow their business will benefit from this. Now, i got to ask you, and I'll ask both of you to answer this question because I've been you know, around radio circles for the last three or four years, and I've run into, oh, I don't know, thousands of people that have said, you know, I'd really like to write a book, and it never goes anywhere. Now, Anne came up with this idea. How long did this idea come up? How long ago? What was it, Patrick, th three or four weeks ago? Yeah, three weeks ago, probably. Okay, and so you're telling me now that you've got an outline, and you've got a title, and you've got a <clears throat> domain name, and you've got all this stuff. What separates you from the rest of humanity that says, uh, I'd like to write a book? I met Patrick. Ah. So I, I should do a real formal introduction of him. So... Um, Patrick uh, sat down with me on the phone. I, would we spend two hours, Patrick? Went Something through, like that, yeah. Went through this roadmap for success. And, you know, I have everything I need to go write a book right now, but uh, I need Patrick every week to keep me in line. <laughs> well, he is uh, um, helping you with the action part of... Um, Absolutely. And that's what we want to focus on tonight, because, you know, Patrick, you are, let's talk about you a little bit. How did you get into helping people like Ann do what they do? And and I know you're a motivational coach, and you are a world-renowned speaker, and your book, Creating Your Own Destiny, has sold over 100,000 copies, and most of that hasn't gone to your mom, I can guess. So well, you've been very successful as a author as well. How did you start? Where did you come from, young man? Well, I'm originally from Michigan, and uh, I'm 38 years old. I live on Bainbridge Island, Washington. I'm married. I've got two wonderful kids. 
Uh, I've been a business ownership advocate my entire career. Uh, my early days I spent in corporate sales, was laid off at 9-11, laid off again in 2002. And I've been speaking from the time that I was 18 years old. And from 18 to about 26, I gave hundreds of speeches. They were all for free. And they'd say, Patrick, you've got a wonderful message. We love your inspiration. We've got free breakfast, free lunch, free dinner for you. Come speak. I said, oh, but what, what about an honorarium? Or what about having to speak, you know, being paid? And the answer is, oh, we don't have any budget for speakers, you know, so on and so forth. So I had a come-to-Jesus talk, so to speak. And I did some soul-searching, and I looked at all of the other professional speakers out there in the marketplace that uh, I really admired their work, and I learned that every single one of them that was making a, a living in the speaking business, every single one of them had written a book. So what I did in 1996 was I, wrote, uh, I spent basically five years putting this book together with no coaching, no help, no know-how, so to speak. It was kind of trial and error. The book was published in 2001. As you said, we've sold 100,000 copies over the last six years. And because of the book's success, people have started calling me, emailing, and say, Patrick, how would you write the book? How would you become a best-selling author? How would you become a, a paid speaker? And so through that process, I created a system called BestsellerPublishingCoaching.com. Again, BestsellerPublishingCoaching.com, where I put together a 30-step publishing roadmap, and I take my clients by the hand. I walk them through the entire publishing maze, and then we get them a book published six to 18 months you know, down the road. And that's uh, what Ann has uh, hired me as her publishing coach. And uh, I'm passionate about this industry. I'm passionate about helping people achieve their goals and dreams. And so I'm thrilled to be able to, to service this need in the marketplace. So guess when my deadline is, Kevin? When? April 15th, 2008. Do your taxes that day, too, by the way. Yeah. I don't know when I'm going to get those done. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, the book is going to be done? It's going to be done. published? You'll be uh, having an autographed copy that day. Perfect. Perfect. Patrick, I have to ask you, um, I've been around a lot of people that have said, I'm going to write this book. I'm gonna, I've got all this knowledge, and I'm going to do this. You went and you did it, and you're continuing to work on it. What separates you? What makes you different than the, all the other people that have said, I'm going to write a book? Well, I think, you know, I'm, I'm just like the next person. The only difference is, is I firmly believe in the power of taking action and executing your game plan. Uh, Harvey McKay once said, ideas without actions are worthless. So all those people out there that are thinking of writing a book but yet never take action on that, really that thinking is, 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 is not really uh, doing them any good unless they take action. I'm a firm believer that A equals R, which means action equals results. And if that's the case, then MA equals MR. Massive action equals massive results. So the way I'm different from the others that have just been thinking about it is I spent five years of my life and all kinds of time, effort, and energy, and money basically turning this vision into a reality by taking action and, and executing my plan. I want to focus in because in in the work that you did creating your own destiny, um, you have pulled a lot of the same quotes, a lot of the same material that appeared later after you, you, after you've written this book, I was going to say after you wrote this thing, um, after you've written the book that appears in the secret, and uh, but what's different about what you did is not only did your work predate what came out in the secret, but also you talk about the action step because I hear a lot of people say, you know, I need to manifest, I need to think, I need to think a certain way, but if you don't put it into the real world, it doesn't work. That's what you're discovering, isn't it, Ann? Absolutely. And so how did you make that connection where so many people are missing that connection? Well, my whole program and my book, Creating Your Own Destiny and uh, Living the Life You Want, my message is all about freedom through business ownership, finding more time, more money, more freedom, more health, more love, and more happiness in life. And I'm a firm believer that the way that you get more out of life is to own and operate your own business. But in order to do that, there's four things that I think all people need to do. And my whole program is based on these four steps, and that is, number one, dream, number two, plan, Number three, execute. And finally, number four is to soar. So I think it all comes down to dream, plan, execute, and soar. And the most important step in that process is number three, which is to execute. Because you can dream, 
and plan all day long, but if you do that, you're never going to soar in life. And that's why step number three, dream plan, execute, and soar is the most important step. Most people are really, really good at the dreaming part and the planning part, but they get executed by the execute part. It's like they get they just shoot themselves in the foot because they can't seem to do it. How do you coach people to break through that barrier? Because I submit that everybody who does that is successful. How do you coach that? Well, the point is, that whether you're writing a book, um, you know, there's an old saying, if you want something that you don't have, you must do what you haven't done before. If you want what other people have, you must be willing to do what other people have done. So when I'm coaching people to write the book, I've got this publishing roadmap in place so I show them what this, you know, how the process works. I'm a firm believer in vision, so if they're trying to accomplish other goals in their life other than writing a book, I help folks understand that it's okay if you don't know the how. I have a mentor friend of mine that taught me that first we must taste our visions, touch our visions, smell our visions, feel our visions, own and emotionalize our visions. And then once we learn to own our visions, the how will slowly present itself over time. So when people hire me as a publishing coach to help them get their book published, I show them the how. When people hire me as a life coach to help them achieve their goals, I help them and I encourage them to pursue that vision even if they don't know how the how will appear. And as they take action towards that how, eventually the how does appear in their life, whether it be through networking, meeting other people, or basically just educating themselves on whatever that vision or passion is. So three weeks ago, I said, Patrick, I can't write a book on online social networking. I don't know how to do it. And magically, it's coming out of the woodwork. People are sending me emails. I'm reading things in the paper. It's pretty unbelievable so patrick you're absolutely right you don't have to know the how it'll just happen now is that happening because of the vision you put out there and then you are taking action on it and all of these things are coming to you because of that absolutely it's the execution because you're putting it out there and it's coming back absolutely well and the, the bottom line is Anne realized that she didn't know how to write a book so she figured that she's going to find a, a best-selling author that's written a book, and then she's going to hire him as her publishing coach, and as a result, she'll learn the how. Now, I could decide that I want to be a race car driver tomorrow and drive NASCAR, but if I've never driven more than 70, 80, 90 miles an hour, and those cars are driving 150 to 180, then I probably should hire a race car driver to show me how to drive that fast on a closed track. So it comes down to finding people that already have what you want, and then having them mentor you, having them coach you, having them guide you to achieve those dreams. No? No, I'm just, I'm agreeing. <laughs> I'm sitting here shaking my She's head. She's yes. And Kevin's like, go ahead. <laughs> but I'm just, <laughs> you know. And then asking for what you want, because I did do one thing. I sent out an email to a bunch of friends and told them what I'm doing. And because I'm the networking diva, they're all helping me out. And it's very funny how... Um, all I had to do was ask, and all the information is just flowing. Now, Dustin, I wanted to ask you, since since you're sitting, does this any of this make sense to you? Um, somewhat, yeah. I've never really heard of uh, something that Patrick's doing before. I've never heard of anybody doing that before, yeah. a publishing coach or a life coach or anything like that. So I don't really know much about it. Yeah, well, he is, uh, um, it, it's amazing that, because you came from the corporate world, right, Patrick? Yeah, I spent 15 years in corporate sales. And uh, like I said before, I was laid off at 9-11, laid off again in 2002. And after that, I realized I would never again uh, put myself in a position where I'm completely reliant on the success of a company to support my family. Now, what do you say to people that say, well, of course, Patrick, he was in sales of all things for 15 years. So he, he knows all about that thing. And, and he's got, you know, this, this uh, wonderful personality. He's got the gift of gab. I could never do what he does. I could never be, uh, I have this dream. Like, like uh, uh, Anne didn't know how to write this book, and suddenly she's doing it. What, I, and I want to get to the core. How do you help people get through their own crap, is Through it the fear, Patrick. Through the fear. Well, that's a good good point, and one of my mentors, uh, David Joseph Schwartz, has said, do what you fear, and the fear will disappear. 
And so the whole point of it, it doesn't have to do anything with writing a book. It just has to do with following your passion. Find something that you love to do, and you'll never have to work another day of your life. And if you do something that you're passionate about, then life will be good. So the challenge is to find the most marketable passion. Find a passion that you have that you can make money at, that you can impact other people's lives, that you can build and create a business around, and then launch that business and move forward. And so a job is a good thing, but sooner or later all jobs come to an end. So what I'm saying is keep the day job, but while you're doing that, build your business, search for that passion, and then develop that business model so that you can achieve what we all want, more time, more money, more freedom, more health, more love, and more happiness in life. And, and answering your question about the day job and, and corporate America and whatever else, the bottom line, as an employee, we are given a fish every Friday or every other Friday on payday. What I'm advocating with my clients is I want to teach them how to fish. So when they need money and when they learn how to fish, when they learn how to own and operate their own business, they can earn money on their own terms. And then once they've learned that craft of fishing, they'll never go hungry again and never have to worry about making money again. And most importantly, they'll never have to have a job. Wouldn't that be sweet? By the way, we're talking with Patrick Snow. He's the author of Creating Your Own Destiny. We're going to go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, uh, we are going to start taking your calls. We are going to find out the top 10 reasons that Patrick has in his book, the top 10 reasons why your job sucks. And we'll be back with that. And more with Patrick Snow and Allberg right after these messages. Please stay with us. And welcome back to Kevin McDonald Presents. Tonight we are honored to have Patrick Snow with us. Ann Allberg is also in the studio. Of course, Dustin Barnes is here and Tom is here. We got a full group of people. We're having a party. We are. And uh, it's late night on KKNW, 1150 AM. Anastasia, and I'm probably going to massacre her last name again, uh, Stasco, who will be with us in the second hour. She's a songwriter and a uh, um and a uh, singer and comedian. And we'll be talking to her because she's following her passion of writing songs and, and putting them out there. Like Anne is doing in her life, which is she's done a lot of things. And this, but this book that she is developing, I think will have practical applications for a lot of people and will help people get through the noise that's out there on the internet because there's a lot of stuff. So I think your book is very timely. And Patrick Snow, who's the author of Creating Your Destiny. And by the way, you have a website. Uh, tell us about your website, Patrick. Uh, the website is createyourowndestiny.com. Again, createyourowndestiny.com. And if any of your listeners click on free stuff, they can download all kinds of free special reports, goal sheets, and other things to help them, uh, you know, get more out of life. And and speaking of free stuff, we are going to give away a book tonight or two, are we not? Absolutely. And what we'd like to do, and we're going to hold off, so don't, no, don't put that phone down, don't call yet. Because we've got a couple of questions that we want to ask you, and and what we're going to talk about for the balance of the show is we are going to talk about uh, the top ten reasons why your job sucks, aren't we? <laughs> Absolutely. And and with those of us who are working currently, the only one of those is is Tom. We're just kind of playing around, and we've made the agreement that Tom is not going to talk about why his job might suck because that could be you know like terminal, yeah, because it's on tape and everything, you know. Just can't. Like, my job doesn't suck. I don't know what you're talking about. No, it's a beautiful. My it, job is awesome. I enjoy what I do. <laughs> of course you do. Of course you do. Um, but uh, how many people live and work and uh, come home every day? Oh, I have to tell this story. I have a childhood friend, and um, every time that he would have the occasional okay, one too many rum and coke, he would give me a call late at night. And one of the things he always talked about was his job and how he hated his job, but he couldn't get out of his job because it was his job. And he couldn't see how he, he had like 27 reasons why his job sucked, but he never was able to take, make that connection that, you know, Hey, how about this? If your job sucks, go find one that doesn't. But he never could make that connection, which is kind of sad. Now, Patrick, in your coaching of people, do you try and help people find work that doesn't suck? Or is that all a state of mind? Uh, absolutely. 
Uh, I think life is too short to be miserable uh, in your current working environment. And so my message is, if you're unhappy at work, uh, obviously go out and find a job that will help you that uh, no longer be unhappy at work. But more importantly, uh, my message is to soul search for your most marketable passion. Find something that you absolutely love and then turn that into a business that you own, that you can captain the ship, that you can create your own destiny. And then create an income source for yourself and your family as a result of marketing your most marketable passion and own and operate in your own business. And, you know, it's interesting because Dustin is f- actually following that as we speak, um, because you are were recently introduced to me. But you you answered and uh, tell us about that story a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I saw your ad on Craigslist looking for, actually, artists to come into the show. And then at the bottom in Fine Print it said, oh, I also need a producer. And so I went ahead and wrote you an email. I said, well, I was in interested in audio engineering and I took a production class in high school and whatnot and I'd love to learn more because I work in a kitchen and if anyone listening has ever worked in the kitchen, they know that it's not the most glamorous job. It's a lot of night work. I believe that would be one of the top 10 reasons that it sucks. Yeah, it should be one of the reasons you work in a kitchen, number one. Yes. (laughs) It's 60% cleaning and 40% cooking and it's horrible. But yeah, so I thought, you know, give it a shot. So I, I guess I took the action route as Patrick would say. Yeah, and, and contacted you, and, and being a young guy, because uh, you, you're certainly not thirty. You're not. N- how old are you anyway? I'm only eighteen. Holy Moses! Eighteen. Yeah. Eighteen years. Congratulations. Old. Oh, thank you. See now, Patrick, is it is it is it me or see? I never had the kahunas when I was eighteen to do what what uh, Dustin is doing. Are kids changing, or is it is it just that I I wasn't? I didn't. Well, I'm sure that at some point in the... It's Dustin, right? That's who we're talking about? Yeah. I'm sure at some point in Dustin's life, as a young person, he was uh, faced with adversity. He was faced with uh, obstacles, uh, 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 rejection, and he was able to overcome all of those things and become a stronger person because of it. So based on those life experiences, (laughs) he's learned to overcome his fears. He's learned to... You know, take rejection with some will, some won't, so what next? Something else is waiting out there. And uh, based on that, he's pursuing his passions, doing what he loves. And, you know, if this didn't opportunity didn't present itself, he'd find something else that, that would. And so, uh, I don't know, am I right, Dustin? It sounds like, you know, you've got a ton of confidence because you're, you, you know, you don't care what other people think of you. You're, you're going to, you know, you're going to pursue what you want no matter what. Keep, keep elaborating. I like this. Yeah, it's, it's really p- sounding good. You're puffing up his chest yeah. really good and proper. Standing nice and tall. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, you know, and being a coach like you are, that's, that and giving, like Ann, he's giving you the confidence to be able to pursue this and knowing, well, of course I can. Well, it's funny because people go, you're writing a book? How <laughs> how are you going to write a book? I said, I'm already writing it. You're writing it already? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, they, yeah, it's crazy. Because it's just a matter of you taking action. Mm-hmm. But well, Patrick does give homework, and he's pretty hard about it. Oh, <laughs> so you're a good teacher. Yeah, but you know what? If they don't get the assignments done, there's no, uh, there's no uh, detention. None of that. It just, you know, got to do it again next week. Yeah, you just got to repeat, <laughs> repeat it over. But it's because you're doing it for them, and then it's their best interest to do it. That the, the, those are the things that really make sense. Well, and it's the passion thing. You know, yeah. once I connected this. I was like, oh, my God, I'm the networking diva. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. Well, see, and I've always wondered that about you because you have been networking to, you know, f- for years and you know so many people and in so many different areas and so forth. And you've never made that connection until you got. I never figured out how to turn it into money. Ah, and I think we all have that that itty bitty teeny weeny problem. And I think you just hit the nail on the head. I think that's the greatest challenge that we all have in life. How do we turn our passions into money? And once we learn the answer to that question, then we become an unstoppable force of power, fully capable of achieving more freedom and more success than we could have ever envisioned. And we live a life of of passion, of prosperity, of happiness, and we get more out of life because we're doing what we love. And I think that's a million-dollar question. How do we turn that passion into money? And you are a living proof with your book you know, leveraging the internet as to how you're going to do that. Well, you know, I am a different person than four or five weeks ago. I'm just so full of life. I jump out of bed. Everything is different in my life right now. It really is. And you can see it in your eyes because you are following your passion. 
And that, that makes a difference for so many people. So many of us go through our days sleepwalking because we have to go to work and we have to get up and our, there's at least 10 reasons why our job sucks, but we go anyway. And then we, you know, I can't believe I've, I've been working from home for the last three or four years. And now I go into rush hour traffic and it's like, why would anybody in their right mind do this five days a week? It took me an hour and a half to get from Ravenna to Kirkland yesterday during the rush hour. I will never do that. No wonder people are stressed out They're they, You know, they're, they're having heart palpitations and, and they're getting fatter because because they're going through the drive-thru in their car and they're not getting any exercise. It's a downward spiral, and we're all caught in the rat trap. Not all of us. Not all, not all of us. Okay. But many of us are. And until you uh, talk to someone like Patrick, Creating Your Own Destiny is, by the way, the name of his book. And you can go to his website, which again is... Uh, www.createyourowndestiny.com. And uh, he can help you understand because uh, we're, what we're talking about here is the action. Um, everybody has dreams. Everybody has hopes, aspirations for what they would like to do. Oh, you're, what you're doing is helping people realize that and realize their own potential. Is that fair? Uh, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's helping people understand that if not you, then who? I let people know all the time that someone is going to achieve your dreams. Someone is going to achieve the goal that you have. And so the point is, you show me somebody more qualified, more skilled, more talented, more able to write the book titled, you know, Leveraging the Internet than Ann Alberg. And the reality of it is, if not you, then who? And once you learn to answer that question, then eventually you'll come to understand that no one is more passionate about than the, in the field of my interest than I am. Whatever your passion is, you are the world's authority on that. You are the world's expert on that. And so based on that, you have the ability to achieve that goal if it's something that you're passionate about. So if not you, then who? And then once people start looking around to find out who can achieve those goals, then they'll come to the realization and think, okay, why not me? And once we figure out our why, and once our why is strong enough, and once our why is powerful enough, once we're sick and tired of, of not getting the things that we want, sick and tired of the traffic, sick and tired of bad boss, sick and tired of a lousy paycheck, sick and tired of living paycheck to paycheck, arising before, you know, dawn and, and, and working all day doggedly. Once our why is cemented in stone, then the how will always appear. Would you say that again, please? Once you decide what your whys are in life, you know, why you're put on this earth, why you're unhappy at work, why you have these goals. You know, what are you going to do with the results of your goals? Once your why is strong enough, then the how, in terms of how your vision will become real, will always present itself. And the how happens slowly over time. It's not something that happens overnight. Overnight success, I'm convinced, can take three to five to seven years if you do just one thing and pursue your destiny every single day. But I believe if you do two, three, four things in pursuit of your destiny, then overnight success can take two, three, four years instead of seven, eight, nine years. And so that's what it's all about. When the why is strong enough, the how will appear. You know, it's interesting because a couple of years ago, shortly before he passed on, I had an opportunity to actually sit down and do an interview with my father. And he worked for um, a major retailer in town for 30 years. And he started telling me what his passion was. He was a golfer. He loved playing golf. And his passion would have been to be a golf pro or to operate a golf shop. He never did that. So at the end of the day, when he was about ready to pass on into the next life, he had the opportunity to look back, and that was something that he missed. And I hope that everybody in the audience that is listening to us doesn't have that happen to them. Because life is for the living, and it's to be lived. And that's, that's awfully important to follow your dreams, to follow your passion, and uh, to do what Anne's doing, to do, Patrick, what you're doing. Because I suspect, though, it takes a great deal of confidence, self-confidence to be able to do that. Were you always self-confident, or did you have to grow into that? Well, based on that story about your father, I'm going to read you a quote from Mark Twain. This is one of his poems about risk. And Mark Twain says this, 20 years from now, you will be more disappointed by the things that you didn't do than by the things that you did do. So throw off your bow lines 
sail away from the safe harbor, catch the trade winds in your sails, explore, dream, discover, and think about your father and all those other people on the last day of their life. They're not going to be saying, I wish I would have worked longer, wish I would have commuted more, I wish I would have been more productive or made more money. What the things are in life that we regret are the things that we didn't do. My vision and my message in creating your own destiny is all about creating a business, creating a system, creating a cash flow for you and your family so that you can spend your life doing that which you love, being a better parent, being a better son or a daughter, being a better spouse, being someone that can mentor children, being something that can give back and make a difference in the world. And if we're stuck working 80 hours a week, we can't provide a a very strong impact in our community. But if we have residual income, if we have freedom because our because we learn how to fish and we can fish anytime we want, and the money always comes in, then we can certainly make a big impact and become a better person. So I think, you know, to answer your question, my parents taught me at a very young age, I can do anything in the world that I want as long as I'm willing to work hard enough at it. And so based on that, I've kind of developed that mantra over the years, and uh, I just, you know, refuse to give up. And I think part of this is, as a kid, I used to sell Detroit Free Press, the Detroit Free Press subscriptions door to door to door. And I had more rejection than probably anybody else as a kid. Nope, 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 no, thank you, next. Slam the door in the face. Can't you see the no soliciting signs? And I learned it, that they are not rejecting me as a person. They are rejecting themselves. They're telling me they don't have the money. They don't want the newspaper, whatever else. And so as we face our futures and as we overcome our rejections and as we understand that some people are going to like us, some people won't, so what next? As we understand what Les Brown says, Never let someone else's opinion of you determine your reality. See, I don't care what people think of me. All I care is what I think of myself. And as I continue to learn and grow and follow my heart and do what I love, then I become more confident, and I think that's what's happened over the years. Now here I am, 38 years old, pursuing all kinds of major goals in my life. We're talking with Patrick Snow. He's the author of the book, Creating Your Own Destiny, How to Get Exactly What You want out of life. Han Allberg is here, Dustin Barnes is here, Tom is here, I'm here, and we're furiously taking notes based on what traffic her Patrick just said. We're going to come back and tell you the top 10 reasons why your job sucks and how you can fix it. If you want to give us a call, Tom's going to give you the phone number after the break. So we'll be right back after this. Stay with us. Welcome back to Kevin McDonald Presents for a Thursday night. By the way, before we get going too far, by the way, who is this now that you mentioned it? Crush. And nobody mentioned it, but I thought I'd ask. DJ Crush. DJ Crush. Yes. Is, great, great music. You always do like great it. music. And next hour, hour, we've got Anastasia. She's going to be here, and she's going to play some. Well, she brought her guitar, so we're going to talk, and she's going to play some music. By the way, an announcement to make. Uh, I'm very, very, very pleased to announce that uh, the show is going to expand a little bit. And starting next Wednesday, we will be on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday from 10 till midnight so i hope that you'll if you're driving around not doing anything much between 10 and midnight we are local we are live we are entertainment radio we're not politically motivated we're not driven by uh, you call us to tell us how much you hate the other guys we're going to talk about you know music and and comedy and all sorts of fun stuff like what we're talking about tonight with patrick snow and and ann alberg and so that's that's what we're going to be doing and we're starting next wednesday night so we're real excited about that and uh and patrick Snow, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing great. Doing great. <clears throat> Good. Now, Tom, go ahead and give out the numbers because what we'd like to do is if you have a job or had a job that really sucked and you'd like to talk about it a little bit because we got the top 10 reasons why your job sucks from straight from the book Creating Your Own Destiny by Patrick Snow. But if you would like to give us that, and we might even throw a book your way because uh, we're just that kind of a show. So, so uh, uh, Tom, what, how can they get a hold of us? If anybody wants to give us a call, go ahead and give us a call, 425-373-5527. Once again, that number, 425-373-5527. And, Patrick, let's go through the top ten reasons why your job sucks. What's number ten? Well, i got to tell you, this is an unscientific poll that I had taken probably over the course of five years. I started interviewing people who were unhappy at work for years and years and years, and I started tracking 
what these things were. So number ten reasons, ten top ten reasons why your job sucks. Okay. Number ten. Hold on just a second. Not we enough s- vacation time. Oh, we got to set this up, Patrick, and and hold on, and then we got a drum roll, and then we'll do. We're going to do this like David Letterman does. Okay. Reason number. And reason number ten. Not enough vacation time. And you know what's interesting about that is it's a is in Europe the average vacation time is five weeks, and in the United States it's two. And forty percent of us don't take our full vacation time. No wonder we're stressed out. There's some people petitioning to get us up to five weeks, so we'll just have to hope that happens. Oh, you bet! The corporations are just going to love that. Okay, and uh, it's very good. So number nine. Number nine. No tax deduction as an employee. Say that one again. No tax deductions as an employee. What does All that the mean? tax benefits are for the business owner, not for the employee. Oh, so are you saying then that it would benefit you if you were a business owner? Absolutely, without question. You can get into business and whether you make a little bit of money or a lot of money or not much money at all, you will still benefit by being able to have a home-based business and benefit from the tax rules and regulations because they always benefit the, the the business owner as opposed to the employee you know one of this is probably one of the biggest secrets that's out that's not generally known is that in the state of Washington you can form a uh, um, a either a partnership or a, a sole proprietorship and it costs you 25 bucks a year mm-hmm. which can, gives you the ability to write off everything that has to do with your business you can save literally thousands because that's what that's what the how the tax code was set up was to for small business owners to develop their business isn't that right without question absolutely okay what's number seven uh number seven uh actually we're at number eight. Oh, sorry number i was eight, of myself unpaid overtime and working on the weekends Unpaid overtime and working on the weekends. Well, you know what they do, how they get around that? They call that, you're a manager. (laughs) (laughs) So you don't actually necessarily even have a staff, but they say, they give you a title, and they say, look at you, you're now on salary because you're a manager. So now you can work nights and weekends, and you've got a title, but you don't have to get, you don't have to pay anymore. Yeah, they so, pay a salary, but instead of getting 40 hours out of here, now they get 65. Aren't I lucky? So can yeah. I tell a quick story? My girlfriend doesn't want to call in because she doesn't want to get fired, but <laughs> she she works Saturdays, Saturday afternoons, a full eight-hour day, and now they want to make her the morning manager, so she'd have to get up at four, get to work at six, and work till eight at night, and that just pushed her over the edge. And makes her so darn happy. You know, I have a, I have a close relative that who works for a large corporation that, quite frankly, she does the job of two people because in this environment they've cut back so much, and so she actually is made to feel guilty. When she can't get away from work and get vacation time, and if she does, she works all kinds of overtime for nothing, um, because that, in her mind, she gets to keep her job that way. So there's an element of fear with how that works. So that's not something that we want to have is fear in our lives. So okay, what's and hold on, we're going to do the drum roll again. Oh. And the seventh reason. Number seven, too much business travel away from your family. And they, yes, absolutely. And in Seattle, that's really true. Well, and since 9-11, and I know, Patrick, you travel a lot, but but um, since 9-11, traveling is really a bigger pain than it's worth. Well, I remember my 15 years in corporate sales. You know, uh, when I travel now as a professional speaker, I fly in the afternoon, spend the night, wake up and speak the next morning, and I fly back home before my kids get out of school, so I'm gone 20, 22 hours. But for corporate America, when I travel, you know, lots of times I'd be flying off on a Sunday at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, so my weekend is disrupted. I'd be at meetings all week long, and, and then they'd let us out, you know, at noon on Friday, and then we'd barely make it home for by 8 p.m. that night. And so you lose a whole week away from your family. And so you're, you're getting paid your 40 hours a week, but you're gone, you know, literally, you know, 120 hours that week. And not only that, but when you're in Siloam Springs, Arkansas at the Motel 6, and you're watching CNN with a Big Mac, 
on a Tuesday night about 7 o'clock. That's when I determined that I was done traveling. <laughs> that's what happens to you when you're traveling, is that you get stuck in a Motel 6 sometime, and it's 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 terrible. And and then you call home, and, well, you know, as a real quick story, I was in Arkansas when the 7.9 or 7.6 earthquake happened here, and it was like the most frightening thing because my family obviously was here and I couldn't get through and I was out of town. What a horrible, horrible thing. So, and we are, and, but we do all so much of that. So, okay. What is uh, number six? Number six. Number six is your daily commute. And we had, uh, we talked about that. It's, it's getting awful. Oh yeah. It's getting worse and worse and worse and worse. And, and it takes up to, you know, like an hour, hour and a half. Well, we have a, a friend who is uh, um, the company relocated. She was five minutes away from work. And then the company relocated to another city south of here. So now it's an hour and a half away from work. And so she's that, that's one of your friends, Anne. Yep, Lori. Yeah. Uh, 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 give us her last name and her phone number. No, yeah. <laughs> um, She's okay. looking for a job. <laughs> <laughs> and Kevin, not only the daily commute, but then now with rising gas prices, it's just. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're just right. gets worse and worse. Oh, yeah. Because, and by the way, and, and I think this is probably addressed. In some no, well, let's see. Well, yeah, too little pay and no ownership. That's that. We'll, we'll do we'll that one that. and again. We'll get to that. But but the reality is, wages are going up two to three percent a year, and the cost of living is going up five to eight to seven or nine percent a year. So it's 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 the crunch is coming and it's here. Um, okay, what's number five? Number five: no respect and no job security. For, uh, uh, the Center for Creative Leadership says forty percent of new hires. End in termination. Wow, forty percent. Forty percent of new hires That's end in number. termination. Those yeah. numbers are staggering. See, the employers aren't taking care of their new people. Well, no, because they there's just an endless supply of them, but the but they'll soon run out of. So that's the Rodney Dangerfield of of uh, number five is no <laughs> no respect and uh, jo- no job security. And job security is a reasonably important thing for folks. So, okay, what's number four? Okay, let's have the drum roll, please. And number four? Too little pay and no ownership. Well, of course there's no ownership. That uh, that way they can get rid of you easier. Well, and I would have thought that would have been number one reason why people are unhappy at work, but it came in at number four, and I was surprised by that. So that says there's more to life than money. And that, that more to life is, you know, three, two, and one. You know, and that bears out in a lot of studies that I've looked at uh, in management courses that I've, I've done over the years is pay is never the top motivating factor. It can be a demotivating factor, but it's never a motivating factor for, for how an employee performs. So, all right, and, and uh, drum roll, please. And number three. Number three, worrying about being laid off. ABC News reports currently there are 9 million Americans unemployed as we speak. 9 million Americans unemployed. And, you know, the, uh, the unemployment figures that they use, they use numbers that, they, that are skewed that, because it's all based upon whether or not you're getting unemployment benefits or not. They're not looking at people that have flat given up and not looking for work anymore. So, so that that's a really important statistics. And the other thing is, businesses nowadays, a lot of corporations use the threat of being laid off to keep you motivated through fear. Don't take that vacation. Don't take that time off. Don't ask for more pay. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Oh, boom. There's a big one. Yeah. I mean, there was, there was actually a guy who was a um, um, a he was a gentleman who worked in the prison system, and I think this is in like Snohomish County, and he was laid off because he was told an hour before a shift was supposed to end, oh yeah, by the way, we need you to work another shift, another eight hours. He had his children at daycare, and he had no other person to take them, and no other, so he said, I can't, and left, and they fired him. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's not, that's, but that's, that's America these days. Kevin, have you seen the movie Office Space? No. It's uh, much about a corporation workspace. These guys work for a computer tech company, and the movie's about, you know, the boss, and he's saying, oh, I need you to come in on Saturday. I need you to come in on Sunday, and um, people are getting laid off for cheaper, 
younger work to come in, younger techs just out of school that'll come in and work for half the price of the people that have been there for 10, 15 years. And the whole movie's about it. It's hilarious. I, you should definitely watch it. I, yeah, what's the name of it again? Office Space. We'll have to, we'll have to look at that. Okay, Patrick. Number two, and here's a drum roll, please. And the second most common reason why your job sucks. Number two, you work with a bunch of stiffs. <laughs> I couldn't say that. <laughs> well, you know how it goes. Uh, people end up doing as little. It's a game that employers and employees play. The employer tries to get as much out of you for as long as they can, and you try and give as little as you can for as long as you can. And so that's how that works, I guess. So it's, that's, that's too bad. And Okay, now here's the good one. The number one reason why your job sucks is your boss is an idiot. <laughs> Overwhelmingly, according to my unscientific study, that was the number one reason for people's discontent and unhappy at work was they could not get along with their crazy boss. And for that reason, that's the number one reason on my list why your job sucks. And I hear that from my friends, so I agree with you. Well, yeah, and a lot of times the idiot is the owner, and there's not a whole lot you can do about that. Or they're best friends with the owner, which makes it even worse. Or they're the owner's wife, or some maybe the husband. Yeah, but see, and that especially family-owned businesses where it's you know you've got the mom or or, excuse me the the owner and his wife that are work actively working in the business. And I I worked for a a restaurant that was that way, where what they would do is they would work in the restaurant all day, and then they would go home and have dinner and have a bottle of wine and talk about work, and they would talk about you at home, and then they would develop this plan on how they were going to go get you while you're doing and so the next day they came ready for battle and you and it was terrible it's terrible to work maybe you should win the book i yeah (laughs) i've actually got a book right here and i'm not giving this up because it i think by the way we're talking with patrick snow creating your own destiny is the book so what's your website again if people want to go get some free stuff patrick uh www.createyourowndestiny.com createyourowndestiny.com and again once you click on free stuff you can download all kinds of free goal sheets and special reports to help you get exactly what you want out of life now if you want a free copy of this book we and i did say free we'll give it to you now if you call the number that tom's going to give you 425-373-5527 one more time that number 425-373-5527 now, I, you know, it's interesting, um, Patrick, because I would like to know people that are contemplating calling and they're having this little debate with themselves. No, they're scared. My girlfriend would not call in. I said, I said, put a, a washcloth over the phone so they don't know. No your names voice. have to be like, mentioned. Like one of the movies where somebody's kidnapped. <laughs> I, you can't even do it. You can't even do it. You need a piece of cloth with the voice box. Hey, he gets a, hey. Yeah, you know, I mean. Yeah, no, it's exactly like that, too. It's exactly like that. You give us a wrong name. They'll never know. Use your stage name. Yeah, it's, it's, of course they might say, of course, I was, they, they may say, you know, um, I thought I heard you on the radio last night. It sounded just like you. No, it wasn't me. But they're scared to say the circumstance, too. Just well, deny yeah. listening to the radio at all. <laughs> I don't listen to the radio. Couldn't have been me. You're mistaken. Exactly. Well, there you know, you the, and that's the thing about, about we are all, so, <clears throat> people are so scared. And, and Patrick, I, I, taking control of your own destiny, hey, that should be the title of a book, Creating Your Own Destiny. And, and anyway, Creating Your Own Destiny and Taking Control and Developing Your Own Business Plan how over and above or outside. Are there ways for you to do a small business and work at your major business and develop some residual income that you can then break free from that trap? Is there a way to do that for anybody? Absolutely there is. And people ask me all the time, Patrick, when's the right time to leave my job? And again, we just talked about top 10 reasons why your job sucks, but let's face it, a job is a good thing, but sooner or later, all jobs come to an end. So my, my philosophy is to keep the day job, use that day job as the seed money to build your small business, your home-based business. Keep the day job full-time, build the business part-time, and then once you get one year's worth of income saved, once you're debt-free from a credit card standpoint, and once your income from your business surpasses your income from your day job, then, and that might take a year, two years, three years, five years. And again, what if it took five years? So what? It doesn't matter how long it takes. Once that happens, 
then I give people the full blessing to go full-time into their business and quit their job. I retired at 36 years old and have been pursuing my business full-time ever since, and that's the challenge. We believe, we've been brainwashed to think that retirement is something that happens between 62 and 65. I firmly believe if you dream, plan, execute, and soar, turn your most marketable passion into your own business, then you can retire at any age you want and spend the rest of your life working out of choice on your passions instead of having to settle to work out of need at the day job. Well, you know, um, most of us, if you've looked at the statistics that are out there, um, are not going to be able to retire between 62 and 65 um, because most people in the baby boom generation and behind that don't have the savings to be able to go do that and are going to so a lot of the people's retirement plans are going to be either would you like fries with that or hi welcome to walmart yeah (laughs) (laughs) yep and that and the only way that they're going to retire is when they go to goodyear and get new ones but that that's that i'm thump sorry (laughs) that's good i like that too (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, or can we supersize that for you? Uh, yeah. Exactly, exactly. And uh, um, do you like that medium rare or well done? And yeah. that's that is <laughs> where we advocate taking control, and that's and that's doing that. I know Anne is doing that, and I know you're doing that as well. And that that and I applaud you both for it. How, Congratulations! Yeah, help help us. I mean, we've got like a minute left, but just real quickly, help those people that are on the fence go pursue what you're talking about. Read well, Patrick's one, they book. They leverage technology. One way they can do that is they can purchase Ann Albert's <laughs> book, Leveraging the Internet. And put the internet and put technology and put your computer to use for you. Number two, create a game plan, a vision. And then number three, execute that vision, build that vision day and night, and eventually you will learn how to fish. You will be able to create your own destiny, and you will be able to build multiple streams of income. And once you've done that, you'll create choices for yourself and you will get exactly what you want, which is more time, more money, more freedom, more health, more love, and more happiness in life. But the only way to get that is as a business owner, not as an employee. Absolutely. And and by the way, we gave away a book, and one of the books we gave away, who, who's the first name of the um, um, I want to congratulate Maureen for taking a step and uh, and calling in to getting creating your own destiny. We'll get that book out to you because this could very well be the moment of your life where everything changed for you. So Maureen, read the book right when you get it because I did that. And look at how different my life is. Her life has changed. We've been talking with uh, Patrick Snow, creator of uh, Creating Your Own Destiny. And you can go to my website, KevinMcDonaldPresents.com. His information is there. And Patrick, thank you for being on the show. We've really appreciated the hour. It's flown by. Well, thank you much, uh, Dustin and Kevin. Thank you all. I had a wonderful time. I'd love to come back again sometime. And you will. Ann Allberg, thank you again. And, Tom, we're going to take the break for the top of the hour, and we're going to come back with Anastasia. I love that name. Right after this. Hey, and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember... Take care of each other because each other's all we've got. See you next time on My Independence Report.